that you have to look at work life as a work life integration and not work life balance. I'll tell you what we mean about it, uh, what I mean about it. So if you look at work as one bucket of your life, which is just work and then life will happen after outside of work, that's when your real life will happen. You will never achieve any work life integration or balance. To begin with, your work has to fulfill you and satisfy you and make you happy. If you're spending 6, 8, 10, 12 hours at work at the most productive time of your day from morning until afternoon or evening, you cannot do something that does not make you happy. Welcome back to the Drive to Succeed podcast. I am your host, Daniel Francisco. Every week, I'll be featuring inspiring entrepreneurs, startup founders, life coach, influencers, and seasoned professionals. And through these interviews, you will learn the lessons they've gleaned from their own failures, practical steps on how you can jumpstart your career and help you on your entrepreneurial journey. As well, living a life of fulfillment, whether it's in your health, your wealth, and your relationships. Today's episode 03. I had the opportunity to meet Samia Hassan, the founder of Unwind the Grind, a career development platform that helps millennials find and build the perfect career through their workshops and community events. And in this episode, we discuss how to build a career based on your values, your strengths, your passion, and your purpose. Discover the reason why work-life balance will only make your life miserable. Discover how you can market yourself attract the right employers to land the job that you want. Discover how emotional intelligence is a highly learnable trait and why you need to learn it if you want to succeed as an entrepreneur and as a leader in your field. Without further ado, please welcome the one and only Samia Hassan. Welcome back to the Drive to Succeed podcast. We have our very first woman guest in the show, Samia Hassan. Thanks for being here. Thank you. Thank you for having me over. Yeah. So um, I believe we first uh, interacted through social media. I've been following you for a while now. You've been doing a lot of workshops and uh, self-development uh, motivations through Instagram. Uh, for those of us who doesn't know you, who is Samia Hassan? So Samia Hassan is a super positive, charged person who is extremely enthusiastic and passionate about whatever she does. And that's what I've done all my life. I grew up here in, in Dubai. Um, my background is essentially marketing. I did MBA in marketing and then I joined Procter & Gamble and I worked with them in brand management marketing for almost 10 years, uh, predominantly in Dubai. Um, and I quit almost three years ago um, in 2016. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And the main uh, catalyst why you quitted uh, PNG would be. It I would say the main catalyst would be the the turning point where I made that decision was my daughter. But what had happened was I had been it was on the cards. So I was you know I really enjoyed of course for te- to be in a company for ten years you really have to enjoy and like it and like what you do which I did. It was amazing exposure accountability. I grew a lot. But towards the end of it, even let's say two three years before 2016, I wasn't quite feeling it. It was, you know, not learning or growing at the same pace that I used to. Um, I wanted to make a much more meaningful and tangible impact in the lives of 
people and do much more beyond selling soaps and shampoos <laughs> and detergents. <laughs> so when my daughter was born, I think it was the perfect time where I went back, you know, to work after my maternity break. And I realized um, if I'm going to leave my daughter at the daycare or with nanny, whatever, the time that I spent away from her has to be meaningful. It has to make sense. You know, and how old um, is your daughter now? Now she's four and a half, mashallah. And I love how much flexibility I have now in my work because, you know, I run my own schedule. Yes. And um, what, what are you doing in PNG uh, for 10 years? So I was in brand management marketing. So I was a brand manager, yeah, working with different brands, uh, on different brands. Uh, yeah. Understood. Uh, and then you decided to start your own business, which is in Feb 2016, or that's the time when you quit? That's the time when I quit. And um, I think even when I was in PNG, I was gravitating more towards people development in the last few years. So I was doing a lot more uh, coaching and mentoring. I was recruiting, doing training. So the people side of things was really, you know, where my heart is, what my colleagues and other friends were also telling me. So I knew this much when I quit, but I didn't know how to make a business out of it or how whether to become a coach or a consultant or a mentor or what to do about it so when I quit in Feb I then saw a coach worked on myself had more self-awareness and you know really worked on okay what do I want to do and I think the answer was very clear that based on my strengths and values and passion and everything uh, being a coach is something that I would be best suited for mm -hmm. so I went ahead <laughs> and I launched my business in July the plan was that I would take a sabbatical travel the world none of that happened because I was really like, like you pray, know love some, some yeah, sort of yeah 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 <laughs> of course that's one of my favorite movies and uh, none of that happened because I was so like committed and I really wanted to launch something do something Thing. Uh, my marketing background helped a lot because uh, as I built my business, I wanted to be very clear on my target audience that I want to target millennials, uh, my niche that I want to be a career coach, not like, you know, everything under the sun coach. <laughs> and, and what is the name of the business? So it's called Unwind the Grind. We are a career development platform for millennials. We help them uh, accelerate and grow in their careers. Um, the age group is 22 to 35 years old. Mm -hmm. So we target both corporate professionals and entrepreneurs um, and really enabling them. You know, it's, it's a community. We have more than 2,000 people in our community who come together through our community events that we do every month, every other month, uh, our mentorship program where we connect mentors and mentees by industry, by skill. Um, we do workshops. We do. I do one-to-one -one coaching. I consult with companies as well on how companies can engage and retain their millennial workforce. So it's all millennial end-to-end. -end. Um, yeah. And uh, when when it's career development, is, is does it start from after they graduated or do you do consulting before they graduated or after they come, let's say, work for at least two, three years and then... It, it could start anywhere, but my focus is more after graduation. So once they have studied what they have to and they are now entering the workforce, at that point, I feel people are very lost as well. Like even though they've spent four years, six years, or how many studying a certain, you know, taking a certain course or degree, they're not fully sure whether they should pursue a career in that. Then there are those who spend two, three years with work experience in a certain field, in a certain industry, and they're not sure whether they should continue doing that or they don't want to brand themselves as a banker or whatever and they don't quite feel their heart is in there and then there are those who are six eight ten years in a certain career like myself who, like in a middle who, management yeah and who liked it of course they for you to be in a certain career for that long and you excelled and you grew and you liked it but now it's more like been there done that where to go from here what to do next um, and I feel because my story is similar and I after 10 years quit and you know did my own thing which was a different industry uh, you know uh, from what I used to do um, the story resonates and I get a lot of those people as well 
and you came from a marketing background and then you're doing career development. What made the transition? Do you have a background uh, training people in your previous job or? Yes. So, so there are two things. One is, of course, I had to be a certified coach to be coaching, right? So although I was doing, uh, like I mentioned, coaching, mentoring, training in PNG, so I had experience, but then I had to take certification. So I became an ICF certified coach. I did NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Um, the best training, by the way, I did was Strength Strategy. So it's based on the Gallup Strength Finder tool on how you find out what your strengths are what you and you leverage them. So that was a more than a year-long training. Um, and the Strength I, Finder is the same as the book? Um. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, so there are books. It's it's a Gallup tool basically, and I did it with a company in US, and they train you on how to find the strengths, leverage the strengths, what are the contributions and needs of our strengths, uh, how do we get frustrated? It's all emotional intelligence. How to manage yourself and others so in the best way. So, what are your strengths? What are my strengths? Well, you t <laughs> take a guess. <laughs> Well, okay, I'll tell you. Uh, no, by the way, in, in strengths, like not, they have different words and not every word means the same in English. So sometimes it gets complicated, but I'll make it simple. Number one is communication, my top strength, uh, followed by uh, achiever. So achiever is someone who obviously is an achiever profile and results-oriented, growth-oriented, uh, followed by woo, which is a little hard to understand. It means uh, winning others over. So people who are good at that is like, you know, they are comfortable with strangers. They're charming. Yeah, they easily break the eyes. They easily make friends. They collect friendships, uh, you know, make other people feel comfortable. Then strategic, so big picture thinking um, and positivity and maximizer. So maximizers, these trends also gave me an idea about how much I'm apt at what I'm doing. Like maximizer, for instance, means that you are very efficient and effective and you maximize everything that you do for yourself and your time and you do things in that way and you maximize the strengths of other people. So you know how to get the best out of other people, how to enable them to be their best version, to become their best selves, to unlock their potential. So these are my top strengths. So out of these top strengths, which is the one thing that make you, you know, uh, you, I mean, what makes you, you know, basically, you know, uh, you, I mean, as a founder of the Unwind the Grind that makes you, you know, more competitive or you can say um, people resonate to you more? Hmm. I think all of the strengths have obviously come in handy in different ways. So they, they all work together and there are more. So these are just the top five. But I think what really perhaps sets me apart that people say, I can quote, you know, what people say is uh, the positivity. So, uh, you know, and, and I think it's a very good strength to have in life in any case. Like if you're an entrepreneur, corporate professional, having the grit, the resilience to bounce back from setbacks, if you don't have that, you cannot be an entrepreneur, you know. You have to fail, you have to rise back up and what helps you in getting up is the positivity. If you don't have the optimism, the hope that, you know, today is a great day, but tomorrow will be better. And it has to be better and we will make it better. And no matter how, what happens in life. So I think this is something and, and it reflects because when you are a positive person and you have the winning others over and the charm and all of that, you attract friendships, you attra your vibe is positive, people relate to you, they can connect to you. Like the reason we've been able to build all this community is because people find our community events very relational. It's not like, you know, transactional and this is my business card and what can you do for me and, you know, th about those things. We consciously came um, in the event scene in Dubai at a time where I felt personally that the events were not adding as much value in terms of relationship building. And relationship building is the number one thing that helps you accelerate or excel in your business or your career, you know. So, you know, you're discussing about positivity, relationship. 
is there any exercise that you do to be positive? Because some people, when they think about positivity, I am this, I mean affirmations, I am positive, I can do this. But there are some people who are also um, cynical, who hmm, say, hmm, you know, um, hmm. so what are your thoughts on that? I think first things first, if people who naturally have positivity as a strength in them, they're blessed. So, you know, it comes because you're self-motivated. It comes from within. You already have it. But anything like Daniel Goldman says, emotional intelligence overall is a highly learnable trait. It's not something, it's not like your IQ that you were born with an IQ of 50 and you're going to stay dumb for the rest yeah. of your life. <laughs> you can learn it. You can learn. And the, the leaders who are successful what differentiates leaders from the rest of the pack is emotional intelligence and I passionately talk about it and positivity is part of emotional intelligence so even if you don't have it you can cultivate it and uh, as Brene Brown says there is no joy without gratitude there is no positivity without gratitude so the number one thing that I practice every single day is practicing gratitude um, from counting my blessings to being thankful for what I have, from remembering in the small moments, it, you can find it in different ways. Some people do it through prayer, through meditation, through uh, mindfulness, through yoga. Uh, just think about everything you have and like, you know, we're able to, to live such a great life and, and be um, thankful for it to God. That builds a lot of positive positivity in me. And what's, your, what's the thing that you're most grateful for today? Hmm... So many. I don't know from where to start. So many. <laughs> Just one thing. The comes most to mind. grateful for. Yeah. The one thing that came into mind the moment you wake up. Hmm. My health, my family, my daughter, my journey. And you mentioned earlier about one of your strengths as well, um, achiever. Mm-hmm. So how do you balance your family, your daughter with overachieving? Are you overachiever? Or, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's a great question. Of course, it, uh, you know, comes in the way because uh, you want to do, do, do and, you know, doer. And I'm very also execution focused as an entrepreneur. There are so many tasks and everything. But I think I've learned over time, especially thanks to my corporate experience uh, with PNG, um, that you have to look at work life as a work life integration and not work life balance. I'll tell you what we mean about it. Uh, what I mean about it. So if you look at work as one bucket of your life, which is just work, and then life will happen after, uh, outside of work, that's when your real life will happen. You will never achieve any work-life integration or balance. To begin with, your work has to fulfill you and satisfy you and make you happy. If you're spending 6, 8, 10, 12 hours at work at the most productive time of your day from morning until afternoon or evening, you cannot do something that does not make you happy. So automatically, when you are working at something that you're passionate about and you're happy about, you're using your strengths, you will have the energy then because you're so happy and fulfilled to after work or between work or somehow find the time to do other things and those other things are really important so spending time with your family sports fitness your passions your hobbies interests whatever that might be uh, and they it has to be integrated and and now with my uh, business everything is integrated because for instance uh, in terms of coaching i have clients who are working all day in their corporate jobs they cannot do coaching in weekdays so i have to do it on weekends so saturdays most of the time i'm working but that's okay because my weekend is not just friday saturday i can take a weekend on thursday if i want yes. <laughs> you know and um Unwind the grind basically is the same thing of what you're doing. So um, as I can see and understand now, if I'm not uh, mistaken, is you're rep they, they are replicating what you have done or undergone uh, to, to the process from creating the job and starting 
uh, something that would you know uh, make her life more fulfilling is that correct yes yes so so like i was telling you before more than 80% of my clients the coaching clients come to me for clarity on career path so it could mean changing your jobs industries functions leaving corporate altogether starting your own business so uh, we really help them with this career change and transition not just in terms of figuring out what their path is but also helping them to package and present themselves and brand themselves uh, to get that so in that way i feel my profession now is a it's not only hr or coaching it's a mix of uh, people development and marketing i market my own business through events event management social media all of that and i also help people brand themselves and market themselves in the best way possible and how do they market themselves let's say hmm. i came in samia i'm not happy with my job anymore i'm looking to do something new what would be your so first we would really work on yourself so really digging deeper into who daniel is what are his values his beliefs his passion his identity his purpose in life his strengths and that deep dive will tell us okay these are potentially the two three four different career paths that could line up with who you are and then of course you choose based on whatever you're pas- most passionate about what is feasible what you, you know works in your life right now and once that is decided then we uh, would really help you uh, brand your, yourself uh, into that career path so let's say you were um, in HR before and now you want to come uh, change your career and be a marketer then we will say okay in your previous experience everything that you had done before what are the transferable skills that we could take into your new profession and then what are your strengths that could help you be a new marketer what are the courses and certifications and new things you need to learn and take all of that and package and present you in the right way in terms of personal branding so if you're let's say your resume your cover letter your linkedin profile your social media presence networking your elevator pitch when you go how do you talk how do you present yourself to other people uh, interview interview preparation so depending on what people need in terms of where they are in their careers um, we would help them do that and how long is the process uh let's say a new client comes in so uh it depends uh usually it takes anywhere between 10 to 12 sessions but like it's very unique and customized it's not a one size fits all approach um we would do let's say one session per week um the first few sessions are 2 hours long and then we do one hour uh, session per week and the idea is that we give time to people to absorb and digest all the transformation they're going through it's pretty intense there's homework as well they need to do and stuff you know they're accountable for so these 10 to 12 sessions would take let's say anywhere between 2 to 3 months depending on their availability and progress and after 3 months uh, what are the end result for them do they decide to just quit the job because we're, we're not living in you know an idea world where yeah. where i just wanted to quit and just the the job will just be there and ready for the picking of course of course the the, uh, the first thing that we do in coaching always is to set the outcome so the in the first session even before in the complimentary session that i provide to people i i always ask them what is the outcome you're looking for so if you go through these 10 sessions 12 sessions what is it that you're after and then we make it very realistic so some people say that okay i don't want to quit my job but i want to create a side hustle and i want to figure out what that should be so okay very clear very specific and then we say okay what exactly would that be how would it look like uh, quantify it measure it as much as possible so the kpis and success criteria is very clear from the get go some people have already quit their jobs and they want to now uh, you know they they've toyed with different ideas and they want to pursue one of the ideas they don't know how to go about it so then we do, do it accordingly um and uh, yeah so it it really it's a case by case basis yes and and what what do you think are the top 3 reasons why people wanted to shift their career hmm 
top three reasons why people want to shift their career. I think, um, again, it would depend where, which career, what stage of career they're at. But people wanting to change, uh, the, f- the first thing that, you know, they would do it for is because they are not feeling fulfilled and satisfied. And even in terms of research, like, you know, PwC, Deloitte, every year they do research on millennials on what are the factors and drivers that drive engagement. Uh, so engagement is the first thing, right? If you don't feel engaged in what you do at work, uh, you will not feel fulfilled. And where does that engagement come from? The engagement comes from the relationship that you have with your boss, first and foremost, relationship you have with your colleagues, how much your work is meaningful, impactful, purpose-driven, how much your company is purpose-driven. And then there are several other factors like flexibility and work-life balance and diversity. Um, and why in the grind uh, also does teach as well um, like client retention, I mean, sorry, not client, ret- like uh, employee retention hmm. or like or do you only teach like, all right, um, so you're stuck, you wanted to do this, or here's another thing that you can do so you can grow within mm-hmm. uh, your current status right now, you know? Yes, yes. So so like I mentioned, uh, we target individuals, but we also work with companies. So with individuals, it's whatever their individual goals are, we're going to coach them on that. When it comes to companies, uh, we would do workshops and consulting on what their goals are. So let's say a company says that we want to increase our millennial employee engagement, our millennials, you know, we're seeing high attrition, high turnover, they're not as engaged. So then we would do a proper consulting process with them. We would first diagnose what the issue is, where is the low morale or low engagement coming from. Then, of course, create an action plan and recommendation aligned with top management on how to improve it and make it better. So in some cases, we've seen instances like like uh, we had to work on the company culture and purpose and values. In some cases, it was defining systems and processes and job roles very clearly. People didn't know what they were doing. In some cases, it was overall communication, emotional intelligence, teamwork, how people were doing. So depending on a case-by-case basis, then we would go about it and do workshops and coaching. And, and what motivates millennials now? Well, yeah, so I mentioned this <laughs> briefly before, based on, um, again, the Deloitte uh, reports that comes every year, uh, what motivates millennials in a workplace is where they feel that their creativity is valued, where the work that they're doing is aligned to their values and purpose. So the company is very clearly and consciously purpose-oriented. Uh, they're making a social impact. Uh, they care about their employees. Uh, the people feel that they can relate in this culture and they have a good relationship with their boss as well as their colleagues um, they have flexibility it, yeah obviously it takes some time to develop yes yeah exactly exactly and especially in, in in this part of the region i feel because there are a lot of smes more than 80 percent of dubai is smes and smes tend to grow s- very fast so they start small and they grow very fast when companies grow from 10 15 20 people to 40 50 80 100 people that's where the culture shift comes right because uh, you were a small team everybody was doing everything there was you know pretty much a startup kind of vibe and now you're becoming a company you so you need to start processes yeah you need to first start with uh, who we are what do we stand for what is the culture we want to create what is the purpose why does this company exist beyond selling what you're selling so what is the purpose and then everything flows from there. So how are we going to streamline all our processes based on the culture? How are we going to keep the culture alive? Um, so there's a lot of you know heavy lifting that companies need to do. And obviously, sometimes it's the focus is more business and top line and bottom line growth and profits and not so much the organizational side of it. 
And I'm really curious, uh, why do you name your business Unwind the Grind? <laughs> <laughs> it actually came about from the, we wanted to name our event Unwind the Grind because the idea was that we will do a very uh, relationship building kind of an event where we do it a very chilled out, unwind sort of uh, place like a bar and club and we would have, uh, and that's what we do, right? So drinks and performing arts and gamification to build a community. So we wanted to call the event itself Unwind the Grind. So, so it's like... Uh, experiential learning where they yeah, can yeah 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 for sure so it's very it's very experiential we have game based play we have um, uh, you know what kind uh, of games took place in, in <laughs> <the> <laughs> so sometimes we would do like uh, d dividing people into different teams and uh, you know doing a lot of uh, talking and playing through that sometimes uh, we would do app based gamification so app based meaning as in we would use an app like uh, like quizzes like a live real time sort of quiz where we've done that in our financial independence event and in our mentorship event so rather than me t standing and giving a boring speech that nobody yes. wants to listen to <laughs> we would create a quiz uh, which is displayed on the screen real time which has like six to eight questions multiple choice and then people sitting in the audience at the same time can log in through their phones in a very simple way um, and answer those questions and on the projector on the screen they will see in real time the scores and who's winning and it's cumulative and then after each question I pause and I explain what the point was um, and in the end you have a winner and there's a prize so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it works and in this workshops is monthly or so we have community events and the workshops workshops are once a quarter and community events are once every other month and we're gonna try to make it more frequent uh, this year and uh, being in the community of unwind the grind is it a membership site or how does it work yeah so there's a membership program we have different you know three different kind of membership tiers so you can get an annual membership uh, which is hustler or achiever or thought leader and you know every each one has different uh, criteria and benefits that we offer and of course, uh, is this your dream job? I mean, can you see yourself <laughs> when you quit it? Can you see yourself? You know, I think uh, dream job is such a cliche term now. Yes, but I think yes. because we all we evolve with time, right? Like I'm doing this right now, but I don't know in five years or ten years would I still want to do it? Would I uh, have gotten bored with it, or maybe my my passion and strengths would have evolved, and I would want to do something else? Uh, for now, yes. For now, I feel that my Every single thing that I am in my body, every single cell is aligned to this uh, work, be it my strengths or my values. I'm making the best use of, of uh, my gifts um, and giving people what they need. And also the diversity. It's, it's not one track, single track work, right? It's coaching and consulting and workshops and events and the energy and vibe. And this year we're expanding in Pakistan and Saudi, making, taking the business online, doing big stuff. So, yeah. And what's the one thing that you do aside from unwind the grind? What do you do when you're not working in this uh, business? A lot of things. <laughs> you want me to talk about chores or cooking? No, just, or <laughs> just one thing that, you know, because... Uh, Work-related thing or how hobby or interest? Yes, like a hobby what? or interest. Music, reading. Mm -hmm. You play music? I listen to music. <laughs> but but my, my yeah. 2019, one of my uh, resolutions this year is to learn singing. I love singing. Mm. Um, and I want to really uh, learn it professionally. Mm. Interesting. But mm. I won't <laughs> give you uh, as for a sample now. <laughs> um, all right. So my, my uh, next question is, where can people find you? Mm-hmm. Where can so find yeah, so so online unwindthegrind.com um, or they can reach me out on samia at unwindthegrind.com. We're very active online, social on social media, LinkedIn, Instagram, 
Yeah. And do you have a next workshop? What was So we have two things coming up. One is a workshop on Feb 9th which is on how to carve a career in line with who you are. Mm. Everything we spoke about in this uh, you know last hour and we also have an event coming up which is our mentorship launch event for this year. So last year we launched our mentorship program paired 75 mentors mentees with each other. This year we're going to do the same. So that event is going to be in mid Feb. The date is to be locked but like watch out our social media and we'll announce it next week. And the mentors are Um, on which uh, area are so mentors that's the point because uh, coaching is not industry specific right yes. you can come from any industry and you can have a coach who helps you uh, go to the next level at the same time we wanted our community to get the benefit of very industry specific and skill specific mentorship which is different than coaching so a mentor helps you advise you guides you guides you gives you the answers um, and uh, we choose mentors which are coming who are coming from different industries so it's very broad based hr pr startup of corporates banking fintech everything and, and how do you qualify these mentors so uh, we have a screening criteria uh, for both mentors and mentees so it's an online application form and they fill and you know based on that we would we pair and them and we qualify and you have a team that does them. that for yeah, you. yeah of course yeah. perfect and so i guess my last and final question to you if everything is stripped away from you right now um, your business your income your status everything and when the grind is not here anymore What would be your main drive to succeed? What would be my main drive to succeed? Ah, I thought you were going to ask how are you going to build it up <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> What would be my main my my drive to succeed would uh, still be the same because my drive to succeed doesn't come from what I have now. My drive to succeed comes from within. And that's why I've built what I've built in my life, right? Uh, we didn't cover that yet, but I come from very humble beginnings and a very middle class background. Uh, you know, the the life I've created for myself, be it working at P&G or now with Unwind the Grind, has been because of me being an achiever, me being very growth oriented, career oriented, wanting to make a difference. So even if everything is stripped away, I will find a way. to do all of that <laughs> maybe in other ways through other channels mediums uh, maybe it will take much longer because i wouldn't have the resources but it will happen and what's the next thing for you now after all of this So this year I like I mentioned the next big thing is expansion so uh, expansion both in terms of taking our business online and having all of our offerings uh, uh, online online coaching one to one group coaching workshops webinars online events virtual events so the entire globe has access to what we're doing um, mentorship program taken online and everything and expanding more in the region so mm. more and in Saudi and Pakistan Saudi Empire, yeah yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, so I think that's it for today. Thank you so much, Samia, for sharing your journey with us. Thank you. Thank you for having me over. It was a pleasure talking to you. Very candid, transparent talk, uh, full of energy. Thank you. You're welcome. See you on the next episode. Thank you once again for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to share this with your friends. Take a screenshot and follow us on Instagram at the Drive to Succeed underscore podcast, or tag me at Daniel underscore Francisco underscore. And before you leave, if you can give this a five-star rating on Stitcher or in iTunes, whichever app you're listening into, this way we can reach more people and inspire them to live the better version of themselves. Let me know your comments as well and who do you want us to feature on the next episode. Thank you once again. See you next week, every Tuesday. Take care and God bless. Mm-hmm.